Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My text is taken from 1 John 5 and my read is from verse 7 to 15. And I read, And there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and the three are in agreement. We accept human testimony, but God's testimony is greater because it is the testimony of God, which he has given about his Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God accepts this testimony. Whoever does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because they have not believed the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is a testimony God has given us eternal life and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the same in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. This confidence, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. And this teaching is entitled, Have you got the confidence to ask of him? This is the confidence we have in approaching God, the writer says, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. So Apostle John wrote to the church to encourage believers to live in fellowship with God and his son. Why? False teaching were spreading out of control like wildfire on how Jesus is not what he said he was. Who is he anyway, they were asking. So Apostle John's epistle was sent to the church to set a demarcation against the false teachings that was trying to destroy the fellowship at the time of his reign. I have recently taught on this, but the Holy Spirit is not done with it and pulls it out of the parking lot. After all, he is the boss, so let the boss have his way. Why? I believe there's a huge lack of confidence out there in Christendom. There are so many reports on self-harm, so many reports on depression, confusions, frustrations, low mood, anxiety, panic attacks, oppressions, low self-esteem, family problems, marriage problems, children problems, finance problems, business problems, sickness, brothers fighting against brothers, sisters against sisters, fighting and rivalry in the family, covetousness, jealousy, bad mind, greedy, children against parents, wars brewing, panics, 
We recently heard of a son murdering his mom and dad. Children of God, Jesus is the answer to our problems. This is the reason why he's asked me to come back again with this teaching, to announce, to proclaim. Jesus is the answer to our problems. Jesus is the answer to the list above. I believe this is the reason for repeating this teaching. I believe that with all my heart. He wants to come in our lives, children of God. He wants to come in our hearts. He wants to come in our soul. He wants to come in our business. He wants to come in our marriages. Give him a chance. Let him manage them for you. Here is the good news. Look at the good news. Verse 11. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in the Son. This life is in His Son. We're not created to take problems and bear problems, children of God. Papa God gave that responsibility to His Son, Jesus. Jesus wants to come in your strategies. He is the extraordinary strategies. He wants to come in your families. He wants to come in your careers. He wants to come in your homes. He wants to come in your business plans. Let him do the planning for you. Let him fix them for you. Let him take the headaches out. Let him take the worries out. So Apostle John gives the living testimony when he said, God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. And I like the word testimony because Testimony proves to something being said or done. Testimony is like a piece of evidence or like a sworn statement or an attestation or an affidavit. Um, what is testimony? God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. So what is eternal life, Pastor Sandra? I'm glad you asked. Eternal life is John 3, 16. So turn your Bibles to John chapter 3. And we're going to read verse 16. John 3, 16. And it reads, For God so loved the world. You asked me what is eternal life. And I'm giving you an example of what eternal life is. For God, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And I'm reading from the New International Version. For God so loved the world and he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Praise God. So children of God, eternal life is our faith and, your belief, and our belief in the Son of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So your belief that God has given us eternal life, and he said the eternal life is found in his Son, the Lord Jesus. Our belief in God and his Son will take our worries away. Yes, will take our worries away. That is faith. 
And faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. That God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So our belief in God and his son will take our worries away, depression, it will confusion, frustration, low mood, anxiety, nervousness, panic attacks, oppression, low self-esteem, family problems, marriage problems, children problems, cruelty, selfishness, sin, iniquity, unfairness, injustice, discrimination, finance problems, business problems, sickness, brothers against brothers and sisters against sisters. You know, how is it possible? How is it possible that he's going to take them away? I will. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how it's possible that you will be going through the, these challenges, but they will not affect you. I'm going to show you, children of God, you will, how God will give you grace, grant you grace as you go through your challenges and your issues and you will go through unscathed. You will go through with ease. I'm going to show you. God will give you grace as he did with the three Hebrew boys that I'm going to show you. He will grant his peace and hope. He will put a song in your heart. He will feel, you will feel his support and you will feel his care. He might give you a dance while you're going through the going through or a scripture text. Joy will fill your spirit while you're going through. So I'm going to show you, turn your Bibles again to Daniel chapter 3. And I'm going to read from verse 14 to 28. Daniel, so that's Daniel chapter 3. You're asking me, how do I know? So I'm going to give you the example. How can one go through all these difficulties? And you're telling me that you, 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 you can go through them unscathed. You can go through them without your hair being singed. You can go through that, them without them, them scratching you or mocking you or tainting you. Look at this example, Daniel chapter 3, and I'm reading from verse 14. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you did not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown in the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And, and he will deliver us from your, majesty, from your majesty's hand. But even if, oh my God, he said, 
Listen to the boys, the three Hebrew boys. They said, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of, your, of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them in the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their nobles, their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown in the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leapt, leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw in, into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fort looks like a, a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowned around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their heads singed. Their robes were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Shadrach, then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defiled the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God can save in this way. This is eternal life right here, children of God. This is what I've come to proclaim and to announce. This is what uh, this story that I've read of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, the one that took up his place in the fiery furnace when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was thrown into that whole oven that the king hot seven times more than what it would normally be. He took up his place. And this is what I've come to announce to you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes what I'm saying. Whoever believes the Bible. Whoever believes God in him shall not perish. 
The three Hebrew boys did not perish. They did not perish. There wasn't a, a sm not even a smell of fire on them. He said, but they, they had, he gave them eternal life. Yes? And this is what the teaching is all about. That's why he sent it to me, um, children of God. So next week, I'm going to come back to you with a confidence. He said, Apostle John said, this is the confidence that we have in him. Well, you need to have this confidence. You need to accept what I am saying, what the Bible is saying, what Jesus is saying, what God is saying to you, children of God. That's the only way you're going to get rid of the problems. That's the only way you're going to have peace. That's the only way you're going to have joy and happiness. This, this is the only way this, this depression and confusion and frustration and the low mood and the anxiety and cruelty and injustice and unfairness and discrimination and, and, and business problems will go and finance problems and children problems will go away. It's when we accept, when we have faith in God and the Son, His provision that He has provided to take care of us. That's the only way we're going to have peace. That's the only way we are going to have life. He said, I have come so that you will have life and you will have life more abundantly. So, Father, thank you for the gift of your precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ, coming to save that which was lost, absorbing our sins and our sicknesses, diseases, pains, difficulties, torments, oppressions, depressions, and hopelessness. Let this word minister to your children. Let this word minister to someone. Let this word take their guilt away, faults, blame, and the heavy burden that they carry. Let this word take that sin away from them, O oh Lord. Set them free. Grant them the hope and joy and peace that only Jesus can give to them. Deliver them from the fiery furnace. Every fiery furnace. Father God, that is challenging your children, let the testimony of this word deliver them. As they hear this word, deliver them. Let them be like the Nebuchadnezzar that said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has his angel and rescue his servant. Pray, Father God, that the angel of the Lord will rescue your children will take them out of every fiery furnace in the mighty name of Jesus so that your name will be glorified, so that your name will be lifted high. Pray, Father God, for a penitent heart, a heart that is humble, a heart, Father God, that is so penitent and willing to allow Jesus to come in and to rule in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and remember to... Um, pass your podcast or this message to your friends so they can hear the word of God so that the word can deliver them and help them and heal them and as you do so God will bless you as you do so you're propagating the gospel in Jesus name Amen God bless you Pastor Sandra check it out until next week Amen